All right, so before we wrap up here, you also you were you were a DJ. Uh, you DJ'd our parties. Do you still DJ? Yeah. You still do all that fun stuff? DJ I Daddy Dorsey? My, yeah, I still have all my equipment. Um, I think I, before COVID, I was averaging between 12 to maybe 20 gigs a year, and then COVID hit, and then uh, I think, I, well, I joined the Army, and then last year I think I did maybe five gigs in eight months. So, And I realized during COVID, I was like, you know what? I love DJing. I have a great time. I have another gig coming up in a few weeks, but I'm not uh, I'm not about the life of losing all of my holidays. I was losing New Year's, like Christmas, like Valentine's Day. I was losing all the holidays, birthdays, weekends were gone. I mean, you knew I was doing DJ gigs three days every weekend. I was gone for 13 hours a day. I, I was like, you know what? That's not the life I want to live. So I'm doing it for fun now. I get some extra cash here and there. and yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing with that. Um, keep up to date with all my music. Yeah, that's that's about it. That I'm doing with that now. And and the army, because that was just I didn't see that one coming. You know, I know yeah. you got into acting. I was like, oh, I can see that arts guy, trombonist, DJ, artsy fartsy. But the army, I saw on Facebook, I was like the fuck, <laughs> the fuck is this about? Yeah. So why? What did you do in the army? What happened? Tell me to the whole process of the army. All right, so. I wanted to join the army ever since I was a kid. Uh, my grandfather, both my grandfathers were in the army, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I went the music route. I was not a, I was not a sports kid at all. Couldn't do it. So I went the music route instead. <clears throat> and then in high school, I had a friend that went to West Point, which is the army military academy up in uh, upstate New York. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I had another friend that did ROTC. I was like, all right. So I have two of my best friends that are in doing something in the army. That's cool. Um, Fast forward, I graduate college and then COVID hits. And I'm like, all right, I'm just kind of twiddling my thumbs, not doing anything. And I saw like an ad pop up on TV. If it was probably the Marines because they do a lot more advertising. I was like, huh, maybe since I have downtime, I'll look into it. So I looked into it and I realized that there was an Army Reserves, which is essentially part-time Army. And then I realized there's an Army Reserves band in New York. And I was like, wow, well, that's convenient it's oddly specific. Um, I, yeah well i thought the only bands were like the big bands i was like i'm not a great trombonist i didn't practice for like two years at that time so um i contacted a recruiting office and i was like look i just kind of want to join the army at this point i just want to do something extra cash i needed health insurance come a freelance worker you get free uh tuition and stuff like that um, my health insurance is like 100 bucks a month i mean fucking can't can't get better than that mine's 92 a week uh yeah we'll see so um so i uh i was looking into that for health Plus insurance and yeah i mean it's it's great with the army or military in general so um i talked to the recruiter and i was like if i do this i'll i would like to do the band first if i don't get it i might want to try the uh paralegal route because that's a easy route i'm doing legal work right now so um, I auditioned for the band and I told them that I'm a videographer. I told them I was a DJ, et cetera, et cetera. And they're like, all right, your trombone playing is decent. But if you know how to do all these other things, we can use that. We can use you in that as well. So they let me join with the trombone. And then uh, I went through basic training, 10 weeks of boot camp. I had to do 10 weeks of the School of Music. Passed both of those, came out March of 2022 from training, and then I jumped right into my band. Um, 
So once a month I get to go play my instrument. Um, again, every year we have to still qualify on our weapons. We still have to qualify with our physical test. Um, we so get, you, you uh, still go through like you went through boot camp and all that. The whole oh yeah. like like any other oh yeah. service member would. No, yeah. So so essentially, like the people that you think about in the army are the people that are overseas, right? right. That are on the front lines doing the Those HUA. reserves. The people who work work uh, at the army bases on the country. My, my my cousin is in the military. He's stationed in I think either South Carolina or San Francisco, where he's just on a okay. military base, like training or doing whatever the fuck he does. Yeah, so like yeah. the people on the front line, like everyone goes through the same basic training mm-hmm. because no matter what, you have to be ready to deploy it at any point. So everyone goes to the same 10 weeks basic training. After that, you go to your job specific schooling. So if you're going on the front lines, you're probably going to a much more in depth basic training where you learn more things in depth. Um, and then you have uh, mechanics that go to a mechanic school, you have medics that go to a medic school, et cetera, et cetera. And that's kind of what they do. Um, and so, yeah, so I went through the same basic training. I have to know how to shoot, uh, M4. Um, and every year you have to requalify on that and you have to requalify for your fitness test, um, which they've officially just changed it as of two days ago. It's when it went into effect, um, the new army combat fitness test. So I'll be taking that in about two or three weeks. They make it easier um, or harder? If you... Both. So the old both. one is <laughs> going to be both. So so, what they say is it's it's easier to pass, harder to max. So the original one was oh, okay. you have to do the original one. You had to do forty sit ups in two minutes. This is just minimum to pass. So you have to do forty sit ups in two minutes. Fifty, sorry, fifty sit ups in two minutes. Forty push ups in two minutes, and a two mile run in under sixteen minutes thirty oh, seconds. I can't do depending on your age. That was my age. Can't do any of those. So the new one is six events. So that was only three events. The new one is six events. The first is a deadlift of at least 140 pounds. Nope. Uh, the second one is you throw a ball, a 10-pound ball over your head, and you have to go, I think, seven meters behind you or something like that. Nope. Then the next one is uh, at least 10 push-ups in two minutes. I can do so that that's, one. I can do that one. There you go. And then the next one is... Um, it's called a sprint drag carry. You have to sprint 50 meters. You have to drag a 90 pound sled. So you're, you're walking backwards, dragging it for 50 meters. Then you have to do laterals back and forth 50 meters. You have to do 40 pound kettleballs in each hand, 40 meter, 50 meters, and then run again for 50 meters. You have to do that in about three and a half minutes or less or three minutes or less. Nope, not me. Uh, a one and a half minute, yeah, a one and a half minute, <laughs> oh, a one and a half minute plank, and then a two mile run in under twenty two minutes. I could probably so, do the plank and the run. So you see how I said it's like easier but harder. There's more There's events, more things to do, but they're easier to do. Right. It's yeah. like instead of doing forty push ups, you have to do ten push ups. Um, but again, that's all done within two hours. So it's mostly testing you to see if you can make it those two hours. All you're doing, that it's a to lot of trombone, man. Come on now. Well, hey, your tax dollars pay for it. So I mean, but I still have to be. You so know, do yours. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I pay for myself. So well, it's like works, a reimbursement right? for me. <clears throat> yeah, oh, right? yeah. But weird. Yeah. But uh, I mean, right? I still have to be. De- I still have to be able to get deployed. I still have to be able to do all of these things. Um, the right, band so if you, is if you, my... were, if you were deployed, you know, God forbid, knock on wood. 
What would you do? Where would you go? Like, what would happen? For the band, for the reserve yeah. band, most likely I would, from what I've heard, other band units, um, essentially what they do is they stay with headquarters. So when you're doing military stuff, you have the front lines that are the front lines, and then you have other people behind them, and then you have headquarters in the middle that everyone's protecting. So the front line moves up, everyone moves up, and then headquarters moves up, right? Um, and then if the front line gets down, then more people go to the front line. And it just kind of continues like that where more people go. I would probably be with headquarters, making sure headquarters is safe because band units are usually um, meant for morale. And yeah. a lot of fun- a lot of funerals. If you're overseas, I mean, just imagine how many funerals are happening. Right. So Taps ain't going to play itself. Well, yeah, they have speakers. But... Um, so that's kind of what I would be doing for the most part. But in theory, if something happened, I mean, um, there were reserve, mostly National Guard. But January 6th, there was a lot of band members that were in the National Guard that were called to action on January 6th in D.C. So it depends where you are. And National Guard gets deployed more than the reserves do. Um, reserves are like, especially my units, mostly for like, I do, uh, parades in New York city all the time, veterans parades, St. Patty's parade, stuff like that. Um, so we're mostly for morale of the country and stuff like that. National guard is a lot of protection. Um, so yeah, so there was a lot of people deployed January 6th, um, that were in the band and you just didn't know it, right? We don't have a special patch that, well, we do have a special patch that says band, but it's not very noticeable that you're in the band compared to being in the army. So, although they could use a big base room as a shield, I'm just saying. They they Stop could pushing people. I, I mean, hey, <laughs> I used to play drums. Could... I, I played drums. I played uh, bass in high school. The big bass drum. Hell yeah! You can smash over someone's head. It hurts. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, hey, th- they brought that into battle. I mean, this is where the military band comes from. Right? Yeah, I mean, Revolutionary War. They, the, the, the drummers used to like be like signals and commands. And that's exactly yeah. where we come from. Is that so? It. It's very historic. It's like you're technically one of the oldest branches in the military then, like one of the oldest regiments, I guess. I don't know the terminology. Yeah, MOS is is like the terminology for for the description. I guess so. I mean, I never really looked into like the oldest oldest job in the military. But yeah, I guess, you know, being on the front line and stuff like that um, is, yeah, bands are always there. So 